0: Perfect Stranglers contains graphic and explicit content suitable for mature listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Perfect Stranglers, my name is...
1: I'm <laughs> and I'm Nicole.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I have to start it off interesting. Like, I feel like welcome to Perfect Stranglers. My name is Kylie. It's just like so boring now. You know, it's yeah. like like
1: YouTube videos that start with
0: Hey guys, <laughs> hey, oh, hold on. hey guys. So a lot of you have asked about my skincare routine, and I just want to tell you that I drink a lot of water and I do a lot of juice fasts, and, like, I love my juicer, and, like, no (laughs) ad, but, like, I love my juicer, and I love celery. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep, I do. 100%. (laughs) So, I guess, uh, listeners that don't know, I'm really into, like, lifting and powerlifting and, like, fitness and whatever, and there's this guy that I watch called Will Tennyson, and... I make, in my mind, I make fun of him every time because he goes, Hey guys, what's up? My name is Will. And it's like the, it's like so simple, but it's the same start every single time. And I know exactly what it's going to be. And it's kind of comforting. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit comforting because it's, it's consistent. You know what that just reminded me of though?
1: Like those vines where like they record their like teacher walking in and saying hello to the class every day for like a year oh. or the vine where with the the student the guy who walks in every day and he goes good morning y'all good morning y'all like it's like every yeah. day the, good morning y'all <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's stupid and it's like simple but it's comforting so I know exactly what you're talking about um but yeah so I thought I'd just change it up and welcome you to perfect stranglers with a little uh, sing-songy situation uh so uh nicole welcome to perfect stranglers i like having you chit-chatting with us i think it adds like a nice little element
2: yeah why thank you i enjoy chit chatting
0: have i told you that my mom thinks that you have the perfect podcast voice
2: really i I, (laughs) you may have mentioned that to me but that's interesting because i wouldn't
0: have thought that okay so my mom I FaceTime with my mom Like every week With Everly or whatever And She amps up you two Like you're her daughters Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what she I was, need In my so, life
2: so, Yeah So That's she so told sweet. me That
0: you have On the Jean Benet episode She's like Nicole just has Like the perfect Podcast voice Her voice is just So nice For the podcast Oh <laughs> Fuck. Well, What you it, are you I fucking Mom
2: You fucking a voice <laughs> What are you fucking Trying to say <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because my Midwest accent is very toned down, and I don't say things like, oh, you betcha. Have I ever said you betcha on this podcast? I'm pretty sure you have. I think so. (laughs) I'm willing to gamble on that. I think I I must
0: have the thickest accent on this podcast, huh? 100%. One one hundo. Hundo. Yeah. Hundo. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) My mom, speaking of. I know this is like releasing in February or whatever, but we're recording in January. My mom sent me Lefsa for uh, Christmas. Yum. Do you know what Lefsa is? Yeah, right? Do Wait, know, she said do you, you what? know what Lefsa is? Lefsa. Do you know what Lefsa is? No. It's it's a Norwegian flatbread made out of potatoes and wheat.
1: Potatoes. Oh.
0: Potatoes and wheat. <laughs> There's like a few yeah. ingredients like water and salt or whatever. Yeah. But it's a. It's a Norwegian flatbread made out of potatoes and wheat, and a lot of families in the Midwest make it for Christmas as, like, a family event. Interesting. And so... It's yeah, sort of so like last... a
1: crepe tortilla type thing.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I, I want... You have to have, like, there's, like, a lefsa stick that you use, and it's, like, this long-looking, like, yardstick almost thing, It looks like a paint mixer. To, like, yeah, that you use to, like, flip it on <laughs> the griddle. I actually made it last year with one of the Derby Girls of Valkyrie, and we didn't get to do it this year because of COVID and like everyone's busy or whatever. But I kind of want to make it again because it's just like it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like the best. I don't know. I don't know how else to else describe it because it doesn't taste like a tortilla.
1: I, no, it doesn't. But it but looks it's like the kind shape of like a But tortilla. it looks a like
0: tortilla. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the difference is that it's made with potatoes.
1: What do you put on your lepza?
0: <laughs> what I put on my left side, mm-hmm. usually just salted butter. I don't, I don't mess with that unsalted butter shit. You got to get salted butter. Like, come on,
1: what are you mm-hmm.
0: doing? So salted butter, sometimes I will do butter with a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of sugar.
1: Mm-hmm. I do brown sugar. What do you do? Butter and brown sugar. Ooh, I,
0: mm. okay, so Val had um, brown sugar and butter when I went to her house to make it last year, and that's the first time I've ever had brown sugar on it, and it was mm-hmm. really fucking good. Yeah, it almost added like a nice crunchy texture to it. But Nicole, I will chit chat with my mom, have her send me some lefsa. Lori, send me some lefsa. Get it together, Lori. (laughs) Get it together, Lore. My mom's nickname is Flower. Did you guys know that?
2: Oh yeah, we have talked about this before.
0: We have. Her nickname is Flower. So, um, but yeah, so if my mom ever sends me left I legit want you to try it because it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's a tortilla but it doesn't taste like a tortilla, but it's fucking delicious. And yeah. It's so good with butter on it.
2: Mm, all yeah. All
0: right. But my, my mom sent me that and I was supposed to save some for Everly and I did not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> she sent she <laughs> sent me an entire she sent me an entire packet of like 9 slices that I ate it all in 2 days without giving any to Everly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, um, you can yeah. buy it in the grocery store here, but, I mean, homemade. always... can't buy it here. Yeah, ho- homemade's always best. You can't buy best. it
0: here. Well, she sent me some from Festi, Festival Foods.
1: Yeah, their lefsa's pretty good.
0: God, it's just like, that's what I grew up eating at my grandma's house, is lefsa, so that was like, Michigan and Wisconsin are far away but close, but they have such different food food traditions. Like here yeah. it's all Polish, so it's like what what is it, Nicole? Pierogies? Is that what oh, it pierogi, is? Yeah. yeah. It's cause they have like Polish mess and whatever. Get <gasps> me some
2: pierogies. Get me uh get me a uh, pasty. Ugh. Yeah,
0: pasty! When I first saw that I was a pa- I thought it was a pasty, like a nipple pasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Get out. laughs> I was like, okay. That's funny <laughs> again. Mine in the gutter, um, but yeah, and <laughs> then over back in Lacrosse, it's like what it's is what's all... a past?
1: Is that like a calzone or something?
2: Essentially, yeah, it's like oh, a okay. calzone except without pizza. It's like usually got um, like steak or ground beef with like some peas and carrots and onions and gravy. So
0: it's like a sh- so it's like a shepherd pie in a calzone. A oh, pot pie, yeah,
1: calzone. Mm. Kind of. Love okay. it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Back home, back in Lacrosse, it is it uh, is bratwurst and sauerkraut and lefsa and fish fries on Fridays. And that's like the one thing I miss about back home is a Friday night fish fry at Nutbush. And I heard Nutbush went out of business.
1: Um... Did they? I don't know. I mean, I don't have brother- tabs on Nutbush. But uh, they were... <laughs> <laughs> you were remodeling. I know that. Now I have to
0: Google it. I don't know. But, like, that's what I miss about home is, like, fish fries and stuff. But the Lefse-, Lefse thing made me think about it. Yeah, it's just, like, they're so close together. Like, Wisconsin and Michigan. But, like, the food traditions are very different. Not speaking of traditions at all. I have a story today. This is, like, an awful segue. I have a story today that Nicole is going to fucking hate. Oh. okay so those of you who don't know I know Nicole hasn't been on our episodes for um all of this she's okay with true crime she's not okay with like paranormal stuff (laughs) is that accurate Nicole I struggle with 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 it I struggle with it that's for sure
1: it's she She likes to listen to it she's forced to listen to it because she edits it all and now she's sitting here with us yep
0: (laughs) right and like like I'm like one of her best friends, if not like her best friend, and she knows that I she knows that I'm like obsessed with paranormal. Like I got her into watching ghost ghost oh, adventures. That was a <laughs> that
2: was a feat. That was impressive ah. that you got me to do that because oh
0: baby. Whew. So one time okay, so one time Nicole came over to my house. Bree, I've tell you this. One time Nicole came over to my house and we were watching Ghost Adventures and there was an episode of it. Do you remember the little girl? Nicole? The, the video? Yeah. The episode we watched where they, like, did the, um, yeah. Aaron's old house on Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Okay, Brie. Okay, so let me just describe this to you real fucking quick, because it was terrifying. I don't do jump scares at all. I'm a little oh. bitch baby when it comes to, like, jump scares and, like, things coming out, <laughs> out of nowhere. I'm just, like, freaking out right now a little bit. As much as I like ghost shit, I don't like actual scary shit. I like the real stuff so there's an ex- episode of ghost adventures nicole came over to my house to watch it and i think we were just like drinking and shit For and aaron in the huge yeah oh. and aaron's former house that he sold to his dad was being investigated and what they had seen in real life was like there's a little girl hunched on top of the kitchen cabinets like crouched down i wish our viewers could see me right now but like crouched down with her knees up you know what i mean like a deep ass to grass squat and they kept on showing like the b-roll of it they kept on showing this little girl like crawling up to the camera real quick and just like like a little bit like in the background just like this little girl crouched it was so fucking scary. There was one point where, like, the girl crawled towards the camera and I screamed and, like, jumped, basically jumped on Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was so scary. So, Nicole doesn't do well with, like, the paranormal or um, anything like that. So, um, and that's what I really like to talk about. So, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I love you. (laughs) Today we're gonna talk, today we're gonna talk about the black-eyed kids. Uh... (laughs) Oh. but I'm not, because it's so fucking interesting. Let me take a drink of my drink real quick. Okay, me too. Okay, Nicole, what are you drinking?
2: I've got some tequila and just
0: lemonade. Keeping it basic. Okay, basic bitch. Bree, are you drinking anything?
1: Uh, just water.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm drinking a white Russian. (laughs) (laughs) A, A double... Ugh, it's my favorite drink. I don't know what it is about it, but it's so fucking good. You're
1: okay. like the dude. The big Lebowski.
0: Mm-hmm. I am. I'm the wild card of this relationship here. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. Big facts. Okay. So, the Black Eyed Kids. It's one of those stories, kind of like the Men in Black. It's almost like a Slender Man, cryptoid type thing where there are no, like... How do I describe this? It's not like paranormal investigators are going out investigating the Black Eyed Kids, right? There are just a shit ton of people who have come forward and said, hey, I have had this experience, take it or leave it, but this happened to me and I know it 100% to be a fact." That type of thing fascinates me because it's like you can't really investigate it because you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know how to set it up. It's like aliens, right? Like you don't know how to set it up. You don't know how to capture it. It's just like when it happens, it's going to happen and there's no way to predict when it's going to happen. So -hmm. that's kind of what it is. The Black Eyed Kids are an urban legend or at least people think they're an urban legend. People who have had these experiences don't think they're an urban legend. Like it's like as real as you and I, like it is a hard fact. So the Black Eyed Kids are an alleged urban legend that seems to have gained popularity on the internet over the years. Our Reddit is a huge place where um, a lot of these stories are documented because it's like a a great place for people to speak their mind and say, hey, this happened to me and for people to validate it and say, hey, this happened to me too. So, black-eyed kids look like regular kids between the ages of 6 to 16-ish, however, they are very pale, they're wearing average-looking clothing or sometimes nightgowns, and they're just like in generic, non-eye-catching colors like gray, black, beige, white, gray, just like basic-looking, average-looking clothing. some reports state that their body odor, actually, is absolutely putrid. So, like, Ew. just picture this picture, like, a, a kid standing in front of you, super fucking pale, super white, almost gray. They're just wearing almost like a school kid's uniform, super pale, but they fucking reek like they haven't taken a shower in two weeks. No thanks. Is what nope. a, is what a black-eyed kid looks like. Bye. <laughs> The difference is, though, is that their eyes are completely black, just like all black, not a speck of white to be seen. It's not just that their eyes are black colored. Like, think Scalera Contacts, where you put that contact in and it fills all of the white space. I know we've seen them. If you haven't seen them, Google Scalera Contacts, like, right now and then come back. That's what I'm talking about. But it's not that they, like, look like sclera contacts. Encounters have described their eyes as if looking like it is, like, hypnotizing, like, a portal to evil. Like, black orbs or black empty spaces with the eyes, like, seemingly missing. Like, no eyes. And it's Mm. replaced by, like, these deep black holes where you can't help but look into. Like, picture looking into someone's eyes and it's... Deep black empty space, and it's not just the black sclera contact, but you get sucked into this deep empty space like, like that's what like their eyes are black. like. Yes, <laughs> like this deep black hole, Nicole. This deep, this deep black hole. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I <sighs> couldn't help it. Okay. So that's what they look like this is what they do so they come to your door or your car or the window of your house or your car and they knock and they will there will generally be two kids usually it's not just one black-eyed kid it's two of them one is older and one is younger the younger one is shy and almost like learning what the older one is doing so they like watch the older one and they take cues from it And the older one is more ballsy, more in your face, more willing to ask for what it needs and trying to be more forceful and get what it wants. So the older one will be the one asking to come to the home or the car or wherever you are, and they will come up to you with some reason to be close to you, like in close physical proximity to you. And they'll do anything, basically, to get near you. And it's said that they can manipulate the energy around you and kind of, like, hypnotize you using their eyes and their energy into letting them into the space that you're in. Making you feel an intense and overwhelming sense of dread and fear in controlling your emotions and thoughts and energy. So, it's like... It's
2: like what you're doing to me right now.
0: (laughs) Yes. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like like researching this like I'm an empath right like I've been it, like I've been in spaces where I get visions of what has happened in the past flashing in my mind and I feel this intense sense of depression and oppression and just like the world is crumbling and ending around me and everything is bad like, that's the sensation that they apparently give to you. And that's a lot. That, like, that's really intense to feel. And to, to look into a kid, have them ask to come into your space, your home, your car, whatever. And you look into their eyes and you see nothing but a deep space. And you immediately feel this intense sense of, like, your world is ending and everything is bad. Like, that's fucking insane, right? Like, yeah, that's a I, lot. I
1: would want to get away from them.
0: <laughs> like, right. Like, I'm trying to, like... Talking about the black-eyed kids, like, people like, oh, yeah, it's a kid with black eyes. Like, no, like, I don't think you understand that it's not just you see a kid with black eyes, it's you see them and they make everything that you think and you know around you feel like the world is crumbling. Is the sensation of what mm-hmm. people have reported. So they talk to you in a monotone voice and they giggle as oh, they're get in out the idea of you. Oh,
1: no. Nope. Oh, my God. I just got a shiver. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I need more lights on in my house. One moment.
0: Okay, hold on. Our lovely, lovely, beautiful Nicole has to go turn all of her lights on and drive up her electricity bill while your perfect strangler, Kylie, takes a drink. <laughs> I, like, thrive off of this shit. I don't know what's wrong with me.
2: I literally just turned <laughs> on every light in my apartment.
0: I love you so much. Everything. <laughs> so um these kids they talk in a monotone voice and they giggle as they are interacting with you and what they will say is like things like we're lost can i use the phone my brother is her i need to call my mom but they're talking like we're lost can i use your phone my brother is her i need to call your mom like a a monotone voice (laughs) i need to call your mom I need to call I need to call my mom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but but either way, like they always ask to be invited in. They cannot get into your home or like whatever space that you're in, it said, unless you directly invite them in. And that reminds me of the lore of a vampire.
2: Mm, yeah. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So in my like mind, I'm like the vampire diaries with Ian Summerholder. Aww. So <laughs> <laughs> So but but really like the lore of a vampire is you have to invite them into your space. You have to say yes, you can come in or else they can't come in. That's what I equate it to. Imagine you're at your door, you hear a kid knock, 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 knocking at your door, and you look through your little eye hole. The kids will directly stare into the eye hole of your door asking to be let in. So you see a kid with a black eye staring into your <laughs> eye. No, no, no. I'm about to throw
2: some hands. <laughs> I <don't
0: like> <laughs> yes, people. <clears throat>
2: okay, I like so scary. Yeah, I love this so much. My dogs, my dogs are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's going on, Bree? My dogs are starting to bark because I was freaking out.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> protectors! Uh, it's okay,
0: babies. Okay, so oh, I can hear them barking. <laughs> It's okay. That's enough. <laughs> There's probably some black-eyed kids out there, and they can check them.
2: Stop. Stop. Well, I have a camera. I could. I could look. <laughs> but do you really want to look? That's my fear of having a camera in my house. Is like, do you really want to look? Do you really want to know? <laughs> nah.
1: Well, I'm sorry. I don't like opening the door for the pizza guy, and I ordered him. Fair. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So,
0: you I ordered, ordered you You sound like him, you're ordering a stripper.
1: No, I ordered him to bring my pizza. Like that's what
0: I mean. <laughs> you sound like you're ordering Magic Mike to come fucking rip his thong off. His <laughs> no, <throat> like
1: I summoned him. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you summoned the pizza.
1: <laughs> and I don't even like opening the door for for them. So yeah. if if two little damn little kids came to my door, I don't I don't put my light on for trick or treating.
0: Oh, They're right. flipping us
1: off. No, right. so my <laughs> my dogs wouldn't like it anyways. But if two little black eyed kids came and were knocking, I'd be like, "Fuck off,
2: <laughs> fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> if they were like, if they came to me and they were like, "We need to use your phone," I'd be like, "Um, how about you call? Like, how about you check the guy next door? Uh, he seems like a really nice fella." He's an old man. I live next to an old man. <laughs> you like, go talk to him. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs>
0: okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing, okay, you know, this reminds me of, okay, around, uh, around, <laughs> around, what was it? Halloween, this guy called me, so I was like, not dating this guy, but he definitely thought I was dating him. <laughs> <laughs> And he used to listen to this podcast. I don't know if he listens to it anymore. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, but he, Nicole probably remembers this. He called me and he was like, "Hello," and I was like, "Hello," and he's like, "Hi," and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know who this is." Bye. <laughs> and I, hung up yeah. on him, but I ended up, I ended up ghosting him <laughs> after three dates. <laughs> oh Lord! I would. Be, I. That's what I would do to these black-eyed kids. Is I would ghost them. Like, hello? Hello? Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Adios. Adios, bitches. Okay. But these kids will directly stare into the eye hole of your door. And they'll ask to be let in like a vampire. (coughs) They'll get more aggressive. And if you're quiet or don't tell them. Or, sorry. If you're quiet or tell them that they cannot come in or you just don't say anything, they will yell and just, like, pound at your door in frustration. That you're not letting them in or you're not responding. And if you do allow them to come into your home, they seem to know the exact layout of your house, where to go, where things are, like they have been there literally for years. Like they're comfortable, like they have lived in your home for years. Ooh. <laughs> Nicole's face. I wish you guys could see Nicole's face right now because she's just like, I almost want to take a screenshot of it. <laughs>
2: I just no, just no why first of all why why do you want like this is making me just really hate children in general like i just don't want to talk to any children anymore
0: okay listen i have a kid and sometimes she talks in a monotone voice i don't like that i don't like that one time one time i have i have a video of her and we have goose around and i have a video of her Saying "Goosey, goosey gander, where dost thou wander?" and she just says it in a monotone voice because that's what one of her books says. And she goes, "Goosey, goosey gander, where dost thou wander?" and she just like walks away, <laughs> and it's a monotone voice. <laughs>
2: Nicole, I'm rethinking I mean, my love for your child. <laughs> <laughs> it was saying like
1: "Red Rum." Oh red God. Red rum. Rum. <laughs>
0: Oh, the two God. little kids standing at the end of the hallway. <laughs> oh you know what? And I are little our little boys creepier or are little girls creepier?
2: They are equally as creepy. Equal. Yeah. For to me, like, there's no difference. I don't care if you're a girl, a boy, a them, they, whatever, you're all fucking creepy.
0: <laughs> Hold on, I have to tell the okay, so I have to tell the story for the listeners of the first time that ever okay, so my daughter is like three, right? I have to tell the first time that she ever got out of bed and came to my, came to the this, <laughs> this side in my bed. Okay. So I bought her an alarm clock. So when, when clocky, I named him clocky. When clocky turns green, she can get out of bed. And I got her mm-hmm. this clock so that she doesn't wake up at five in the fucking morning. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> clocky goes off at six fifty. And, <laughs> So mommy can sleep in. And I was, I had problems sleeping. I couldn't sleep that night. I woke up at five. I woke up at four. I woke up at three. And I must have fallen asleep really fucking hard. And I can always hear her coming out of her bedroom. I didn't hear her. And all of a sudden, I feel something jump on my bed. And it was my cat. And then all of a sudden, I hear clocky turned green. And I look <laughs> over. And I see Emily really standing at the side of my bed. And I go, is creepy.
1: Yeah. It's amazing that uh, you didn't scare her.
0: Like <laughs> I do <dude. laughs> There are certain times when she like will walk around like the island like the peninsula of my like kitchen and I will just like turn around and she scares the <laughs> shit out of me because she's so quiet. <laughs>
2: I just wanna let you guys know yeah. that to supplement all of this creepiness happening in my headphones right now, I'm currently watching clips of Shit's Creek. Not actually listening to it, just, like, watching the characters gives me a little bit of peace. Just to stay grounded in a good place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Alright, let's all take a breath, and we're going to continue with the Black-Eyed Kids. (sighs) Okay, so... Okay, so... On top of, like, knowing the layout of your house and, like, they've been there for years, they only know a few words. Therefore, they can only build out a few sentences in the words that they are using. They're not, like, of our time. They're old-sounding, right? Like, 1950s, like, weird. Mm -hmm. This, like, weird vocabulary, right? Mm -hmm. So an example of this is, like, in one story, a guy woke up in the middle of the night. He felt, like, this weird, intense urge to go to his door so he did and he looked out to see who was out there and he saw two little boys and they asked to use his telegraph or they will ask to enter the property so instead of asking can i come in they said can i use your telegraph can i enter your property which is very odd normally you'd say hey can i use your telephone can i can i come into your house not even telephone just can i use your phone right can i use your phone right can I come into your house quick? No, they ask to use this telegraph and can I come into your property? So like, when I say they're using old-timey words and stuff and old-timey vocabulary and even grammar, old-timey grammar, that's what they're saying. It's very odd. Mm-hmm. In a mo- so picture that in a monotone voice. Yeah, that's unsettling. And insane. little kids. And little kids dressed in a very gray, bland col- clothing or nightgowns with completely blacked out black holes as eyes looking gangly, staring at you in your eye hole of your door, asking to use your telegraph. Right? Mm. It's unsettling. (laughs) It is un... It is unnerving. (laughs) So... They're also said to be able to manipulate electricity. Like I said, they're likely to change the energy of the area, and they're likely to change your emotions. They are also said to be able to drain lights around you, making the lights flicker, and making electronic devices turn on and off. So thinking of this and thinking of like paranormal occurrences, ghosts, demons, Just like paranormal occurrences that happen. So paranormal entities use electricity to manifest, right? So if these beings are paranormal, they're sucking the energy out of you, causing you to think certain things, and they're sucking electricity out of streetlights, telephones, stuff that you have around you to use that energy to manifest, so that's one of the one of the possibilities, and one of the things that people say, like, they're able to do this stuff because they're sucking the energy out of other things to be able to manifest and use their powers. Okay. Um, yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah, so next we get to, like, where the fuck are these kids from? So one of the theories is that they are aliens. So those who believe in the alien conspiracy believe that the black-eyed kids, they're not, like, just... Aliens. They are alien human hybrids. And they like, are experimental it, or something? Yes. So there is a very there's a website dedicated to this. And it is a deep black hole, but basically they <laughs> are an alien human it's haha <laughs> <laughs> black hole. <doo-doo>. So <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. There's like, there are literally websites dedicated to this, but a lot of people believe that they are alien-human hybrids, and this is like related to the reptilian people, and the greys, and all of this stuff, and it's a deep black hole. If you want to get into it, you can fucking Google it. It's a lot more than I want to dig into in this short episode, but a lot of people believe that they are here to overthrow humanity and cause harm. So their eyes resemble the greys, who are aliens, what you would picture as, like, a regular alien with, like, the big black eyes and the big fucking head, the skinny right. fucking body, right? Who have um, the, the large eyes, the pale, almost, like, gray skin, the color of a fucking pork chop, right? So, <laughs> um, and what, like, sorry, Mom, but your pork chops are gray. That's what I equate <laughs> <appointed> to. <laughs> um,
2: flower, we may need to do some cooking lessons with you.
0: Okay, my mom used to use that shake and bake shit. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Ah, fucking shake and bake or crunch up uh crunch up cornflakes and yep. use that as breading. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Midwest thing? It must be Midwest I, I thing. Think so. Um but yeah, so the eyes resemble the Greys, who have like the large black eyes, pale grey skin. And aliens and the black-eyed kids both have control over electricity. Both cause radioactive, like, exposure symptoms to those who are in close proximity to them. And that radioactive, like, the symptoms are called moonburn syndrome. And that's an actual thing. That's, like, an actual notated thing. It's called moonburn syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it happens to people who think they have been abducted by aliens, have seen a UFO, have been cl- in close proximity to UFO or who have been seen and the black-eyed kids have asked to be invited into their home. So all of those people have that moonburn syndrome in common. So those who have been in close proximity to the black-eyed kids and those who have had alien encounters, whether it be abduction, seeing a UFO, or have been in close proximity to a gray, they all have similar symptoms that have been documented enough for there to be an actual syndrome called Moonburn Syndrome associated with it. Which I find really interesting. Like, so that gives, like, a little bit of credibility to this whole situation of the black-eyed kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, on top of, like, who are they? Or where are they from? There's an the alien theory. And then there's a the demon theory. So, those who think that... Nicole's like, hell no, girl! <laughs> Oh, man, I've been watching way too up. much Supernatural lately. <laughs> this is just, like, gives more credibility to that, like, we need to record these sessions. Because people can't see you throwing up your hands <laughs> in the
2: air. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, those who believe that they are demons believe that by allowing them in, you are allowing a demon to enter your home and therefore neg- negatively affect you so what i find interesting about this is it is believed that demons commonly show themselves as young kids specifically young girls as young girls are seen as non-threatening and people want to care for young girls so originally this episode was supposed to be of the sally house right and you guys know i tried to research the sally house three different times I couldn't research the Sally House. The first time, all of my information was deleted. The second time, my laptop didn't update and everything was deleted. The third time, I tried to update it in Google Docs and it was deleted again. Like, I couldn't fucking research the Sally House. And I tried to do it three times. Three times is the mocking of the Trinity. And now the Black Eyed Kids is like... They might be demons who show themselves as young girls and I'm like a little freaked out by it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh,
1: Nicole, I don't think you're going to sleep tonight.
2: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: much for work tomorrow. (laughs) I I researched the Sally House for, like, a month and I couldn't get any information on it because all of my information kept on being deleted. So I decided to do the black-eyed kids. And then the black-eyed kids are like, well, they may be seen as young girls who are non-threatening. And it's like, okay, so those who don't know, the Sally House is, like, a house in, um... Oh, now we're gonna talk about it. Okay. It's it's in Atchison, I think, Kansas... And it's a house that's haunted by a little girl named Sally, but Sally said to be a demon or whatever. But the black-eyed kids are um, by people who believe in demons and people who research them. The black-eyed kids are said to be a demon because you have to invite them into your house. Once you invite them into your house, you're inviting a demon in, and a demon destroys your life. And you're more likely to invite in a young child than you are an adult. And The young child is actually a demon, but more... More likely to get your sympathy, basically.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm stress eating right, right now. <laughs> what are you eating? Pocky. Tequila. <laughs> it's called pocky. Oh, you eating pocky
0: sticks? What kind? Of strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the okay, so one of the guys that I'm friends with, he listens to the podcast like all the time, and he mentioned about the um the last episode that we released about vaginas, and we talked about. Um, my vagina being like a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> and then how we all took strips off of vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nicole edits our podcast and some of the shit that she leaves in. I'm like, oh my god, Nicole, you left that in. My mom listens to the podcast. <laughs> I gotta keep in
2: the fun stuff.
0: No, that's, that's, but it's good that you keep that in because it's like, that's us, right?
2: It is. <laughs>
0: okay so let's get into like the stories of this so we got into the background and who they are what they look like whatever let's get into like the stories of like what's happened so a lot of people think that this is like a creepypasta like we talked about in slender man but it's not really the case it's not a creepypasta there are said to be a lot of sightings and the first sightings sighting started in the 1980s but the first real like, hard documentation happened in 1996, and that story was added to a creepypasta site. So even though it was added to a creepypasta site, site it doesn't make it a creepypasta. The person just, like, basically didn't have no better place to put it but a fucking creepypasta site because it was 1996 internet, you know what I mean? So, those who have never seen or believed in this sort of thing think it's nothing more than a scary story, but those who have seen and felt the effects of it believe it to be all too horrifyingly true. Like, they feel it to their fucking core. Like, it is as true to them as, like, A plate sitting in front of you is sitting in front of you like the black-eyed kids are fucking real, right? Mm -hmm. So the original story was actually written in a paranormal help forum to get help from actual paranormal investigators. It wasn't just a place to tell a scary story. Like, these stories have been put in creepypasta forums. But the original story was put in a paranormal help forum to get help for this instance. But the story has since been taken from there and added to creepypasta-like sites. So the first hard fact story was written by Brian Bethel and he was the person who wrote the encounter that happened in 1996 but he wrote the story in 1998 and this is his story. So he describes a late evening out in his vehicle. He had stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater to write a check and drop it in the drop box which is very 1990s of him. (laughs) like very like dropping a check he was writing a check and dropping it in a drop box like that's so 90s but he was so absorbed in this that he didn't really notice his surroundings and he didn't notice two young boys approaching his car he didn't notice this until the older boy tapped on the driver's side of his window so bethel brian bethel rolled down his window and noted immediately a a quote soul racking fear that he couldn't understand why he felt this quote soul racking fear. The older boy said that he and his brother wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home, but Bethel didn't really understand why they're asking him for money or, like, why they're asking for a ride. Because when it comes down to it, they were asking him for money and a ride. So they assured him that it wouldn't take long, that they wanted to basically go home, get money, and come back. And there were just two kids and that they didn't have a gun. They told him that he didn't have a gun, that they were safe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, were safe. they were safe people to, like, take on a ride to go get money, come back, and watch this movie.
1: The fact that they highlight that makes me suspicious. Yeah. Right? S- so, I will uh, r- automatically assume that children would be packing heat. <laughs> packing
0: heat. <laughs> can we just, can we call this episode and heat? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Bethel found the assurance that they weren't, like, them assuring him that they basically weren't creeps. He found it all unnerving and noted that the last showing of the film that they wanted to see had actually already started about an hour ago and would be nearly over by the time he could drive them anywhere and get them back. So in his recount of the incident, he stated that when he broke eye contact with them, the fear became an all-encompassing, like, just doom, like fear and it wasn't until once he broke eye contact one that that fear happened and two once he looked back that their eyes had become completely blacked out like we had talked about before the older boy began to get really frustrated when bethel made excuses for not being able to give them a ride and said that they couldn't get into the car unless bethel said it was okay so inviting them in to the car yep so after that bethel tore like Busted ass out of the parking lot and when he looked behind in his rearview mirror to see the boys Nobody was there and to this day. He still stands by this story Ugh. Right, that's creepy Right, but the caveat to this is a month earlier He wrote a post on his blog about the concept of creating an entity with your own energy or power. So manifesting an entity with your thoughts is called a tulpa. So basically a thought can come alive through manifestation. And he basically asked on this forum if it was possible to create create something out of a thought or manifestation so that like like nowadays it's like manifest your dreams manifest your destiny but back then he was talking about manifesting something like this out of nothing manifesting something your horrible psyche. out of nothing mm-hmm. yes so that kind of discredits him a little bit <laughs> like this black-eyed kid thing could be a manifestation of his thoughts
1: mm-hmm, if he was thinking about that and interested in it Yes,
0: and then it happened, but he's still... So this ha- Oh, this allegedly happened in 1996. In 1998, he wrote on this forum to get help about it because he was obviously still thinking about it two years later. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. Like, what to me, like, what happened to me two years ago? What is it, 2021? Like, I can think of a lot of things, but I can't think of anything that I would, like, want to be curious about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's pros and cons of that, like... Yeah, he wrote about Otalpa. He wrote about manifesting something. But two years later, he's still fucking bothered by the black-eyed kids. Did he manifest it? Did it really happen? We don't really know. But he fucking stands by his story that it happened. So, um, okay. So, though that is the most common story and most cited story of the black-eyed kids, I found one to be, like, even fucking creepier. <laughs> Nickel. Great. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much, and I'm so sorry i just found like a lot of stories that i enjoy yeah so i found this one to be in creep- like creepier in a small town in vermont an elderly couple heard the sound of three loud knocks at the door they opened the door and saw two kids a boy and a girl standing in the doorway the kids said together in a monotone voice parents will be here soon may we come in all while not making any sort of eye contact with the woman the elderly couple was hesitant but after a while, they let the boy and girl in, so they were invited ah, inside. You
2: stupid cunts!
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so the kids settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa, and the husband asked them questions about who they were and making general small talk. However, Aww. the kids did not. The kids did not answer a single question. The wife mm-hmm. returned and noticed that her cats were scared shitless and angry with the children. Oh we all And we all know pets know all. they can sense right. That. They can sense a <laughs> lot. So, so I actually like just watched like a recent study or like I watched a YouTube video of a recent study where cats it, it has been proven that pets can see with in like a different color spectrum or a different light spectrum mm-hmm. than humans. So it's it's proven that they like they know more than we don't, right? So, um the kids did not answer a single question. The wife returned and noticed that her cats, like I said, were scared shitless and angry with the children, hissing and growling like the kids are evil and going to hurt it. The kids asked in a monotone voice may we please use the restroom so the kids asked that and it's not said whether or not they did go to the bathroom but it was at this point when the wife looked at the kids and she finally like actually like looked at them um and the children's eyes were like as black as could be she said like a dark void blacker blacker than black. She directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband who was covering his face with his hand and she said, "Did you see their eyes?" The husband then showed her his hands and her hands were full of blood from a nosebleed. Ah uh. So it was at that point, then the power suddenly went out and the house turned as dark as the kids' eyes. The wife headed to the restroom and was confronted by the voices of the kids at the end of the hall, and the kids were at the end of the hall uttering, our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the door, at the end of the driveway the men were very tall and very slender the wife waved but did not receive the same friendliness or wave back the two men and the children drove away together in one car to me the men look like the men in black like that's what it's described as is the men in black
1: (sighs) ah okay Mm -hmm. that gave me full body chills
0: <laughs> the power then came back on and a little later um the power then came back on a little later after the kids left. Throughout the week, weird things started to happen in the house. 3 out of the 4 cats went missing, and the fourth cat had been found dead in the pool in a pool of its own blood.
1: No. The husband,
0: the husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor which is where he was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of skin cancer. The wife began to suffer from regular nosebleeds as well and was in, like, literally the worst health of her life that she had ever been. And she is sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that it all started that night with the black-eyed kids.
1: Oh, so moral of the story, don't let them in.
0: (laughs) Don't not let them in. If little kids come to your door, just say, Fuck you. I am sorry. I am not letting you
2: in. I hate everything about this. I literally, I don't know if you've seen, but I've looked over my shoulder about 12 times. There's nothing there.
0: I have seen. I just keep looking over my shoulder because I'm freaked out.
1: Not yeah. today, Satan.
0: So I have a final story. And I got this from an article called 16 Terrifying Terrifying Encounters with the Black-Eyed Kids, which, honestly, is just, like, an article with, like, stolen Reddit stories. And I don't know if they got permission to use them or not, but, like, we're gonna read them because it was there. This... I did reach out to a guy on Reddit who had, like, a fucking crazy story, but I don't think he ever got back to me. Um, but this was in an article, so we're gonna fucking read it. So, this incident took place about 13 years ago. So the guy just... The guy says... I think it was a guy. He says, I had just moved to a new city with my wife. We were small town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved cross-country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought. Never again will I do that after this. First thing that should have tipped me off was the peculiarity of the situation um, and the fact that someone was knocking at 6 in the morning. The second thing that should have dawned on me is this kid had to reach over, had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to un- unlatch it and open it. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I um, were getting ready for work, and it was a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day, I can picture him: teenagers, average height, average build, knee-length black leather coat short black hair and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6 a.m. struck me as odd and even odder. He was eating an apple. He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said, no, closed the door and slid the security chain into place. A moment later, another knock. I opened the now chained door and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. No, I replied and attempted to close the door. Before the door could shut, he put his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? What the fuck fuck? that? Yeah, fuck that, I replied, albeit a little confused. Get the hell out of here. My wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let this information sink in, lowers his glasses, revealing his eyes as black as obsidian, and says, No, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I force the door close, lock it, and call out to my wife. She is scared shitless, hiding in the bedroom. All jacked up on adrenaline, I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone absolutely no trace of him i go out on the patio and check the gate it's still latched from the inside that was fucked up i think to myself and as i turn to enter the house i notice a half-eaten apple lying on the ground Ugh. and that's his story
2: <laughs>
0: nope i'm gonna need to let
1: my dogs in here nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope. and that's the black-eyed kids
2: Oh, uh, I need to
1: go watch Golden Girls. Bye, a everyone. cleanser.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> get out. Just, just, no. Just, no.
0: No, thank you. <laughs> oh my God. So, like, I think a moral of the whole story is if a kid comes knocking at your door and it it's not a neighborhood kid that you've seen over and over and over again, don't let them in. Don't entertain them. Just say no, shut the door. Especially if they're dressed in, like, really average clothing that's, like, monotone. Like, what is it, monochromatic colors, and if they're speaking a monotone voice, don't fucking let them in. Nope.
1: They have awful fashion sense, for one.
0: <laughs> so, Black Eyed Kids, so the stories that we, like, I just talked about, all of them are boys, right? Some of them can be girls, and those are the ones that are like in a nightgown. They're bangs. I saw one there was one story where a guy said that he saw a black-eyed kid, but she was older, like sixteen, like between like sixteen and nineteen. And she was absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like thigh high or knee high or thigh high, thigh high black boots tight black jeans, a black leather jacket, like bomber jacket, black shirt, dressed in all black, and she had long black hair, but her bangs, the thing about her bangs is they're like overgrown, like Brie and I know, like they're overgrown where she needed a bang trim, right, where like at her eyes, so he couldn't necessarily see all of her eyes, but he could see that they were black, and he just like got sucked in by it and followed her, and it was like... After he followed her and he tur- she turned around, he saw that her black eyes were all black. And he was, like, enthralled by the attractiveness and, like, being hypnotized by her. Where she was so attractive and so mm-hmm. intriguing like that he followed her. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, black-eyed kids can also be girls. And a lot of the stories are that they're the girls have long, dark hair. And they have bangs cut, like, right at the eye. So, if you were to look at their eyes, it would be the bangs would be right at eye level where you'd notice nothing but their eyes.
1: Right, so kind of reminds me of, like, those Japanese horror movies.
0: The Grudge?
1: Yeah, or The Ring, or whatever. Any of those. Type of hair-in-the-face horror movies. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. So that's Black Eyed Kids. I'm so sorry, Nicole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We should've... Yeah. Maybe we should've did this in the morning. (laughs) You think? It's a Sunday morning when Jesus is present.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus can't save me. I'm past that. I don't, I don't know
0: what it is, why my stories have to be so awful, but I'm, just, I'm <laughs> kind of sorry.
2: I don't know why I picked
0: these ones, but I do.
2: Uh, you know, it's just <sighs> a, 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 good, a good night for some office, a little
0: bit more tequila. We'll make it. Oh, well, <laughs> Shits Creek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's Black Eyed Kids. And Bree, do you want to do the spiel of our social medias? Yeah,
1: sure. Please be our Valentine. And like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to us because it really helps us out. We're still on the search for your listener stories, too. So please share us with your friends and family. Uh, Send in your case suggestions and your true true strange stories to us. Our email is perfectstranglerspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website to submit your story at perfectstranglers.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we will talk to you next week.
0: That's fucking A right. Okay, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.
2: Bye.